ambassador to the platform. Hallelujah, Jesus, to bring forth the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give God some glory. In Jesus' name. You may be seated just for a few minutes. I'd like for you to, for us to remember Andrew Parker. He's our sound tech that comes in here for AV and sound that has been with us for many years. Uh, his 40-year-old sister passed away yesterday. We need to remember his whole family. I didn't get to give this to Sister Tyler in time, but we need to pray for this family that God would comfort them during this time of great loss. Amen. We know that death is imminent. Don't know, normally expect to lose someone so young. Um, God knows. I don't have the answer, but God does. And I know that the Lord is the only one I can lean on in times like this. So I pray, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, once more that you touch Andrew and his family, that you comfort them during this time of great loss. Lord, we don't know the reason for his sister passing, but you do. You know the purpose, and I pray, God, that you bring a, a presence of peace from the Holy Ghost upon them, this family. In Jesus' name. And we thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me say this. I want to thank um, Brother Ely, Brother McCauley, uh, Brother Ricky, and Brother Thompson for cutting the grass. If I missed anybody, I ask you to forgive me, but they cut the grass yesterday. did a fantastic job. I want to thank Brother uh, Johnson for uh, laboring to, to pull off a homecoming uh, service uh, or last Sunday. Uh, did a phenomenal job. I want to thank everyone that helped him, that beautified the house of God, that did grass, that did leaves, that, that cleaned windows, that mopped floors and brought tables out and helped me strengthen and tighten up the seats on every chair, uh, the, the Contreras's and, and Milton and Emma, everybody that helped. I thank you so much for helping. Amen. And more than, and most of all, I want to give my wife honor uh, because she was the one that kept your all's desserts coming and your teas flowing with Brother McCauley's help. So I thank the Lord for my wife. Amen. All right, now let's really get down to what God really has orchestrated for the day. Um, I, don't, I did not know what the songs were. I will tell you that when you hear what I'm about to preach, you're going to know that God has ordained this day. If you'd stand with me for the reading of the word, I'm not trying to make an excuse preach, but what I am going to tell you is that I studied and I prayed and I studied for a word. God took me back to a message that I preached almost exactly one year to today to preach to this church. Late, late last night he brought it back to me and I mean I laid on the floor. I, I laid prostate before him saying, God, I, I can't get nothing from you. I'm trying to get a direction for your people. And he took me back. 8, 22 through 25. 
little bit that I know, once I give you, once we begin to read, you'll know every song that's been sang. You'll know every song that's been sang was leading up to this, to this, excuse me. this on my hip. Get in the way. Hallelujah. I'm going to go back to verse 23. He said in verse 23, he said, and he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he met or when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands upon him, he asked him if he saw off. Okay. And verse 24 said, and he looked up and he said, I see men as trees walking. Verse 25 said, after that, he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up and he was restored and saw every man clearly. Amen. Amen. I, I feel like the Lord is reminding us there is some people that need to be healed in this house today. I believe God is bringing a message back to you because, and it was prophesied, I hate to say it like that, but she said, who wants their victory? Amen. Who wants their victory? Sister Tyler was saying it. Who wants their victory? The song said, victory is mine. My victory, my victory, my victory. Bishop needs healing. Sister Colleen needs healing. Brother Gary needs healing. Amen. Brother Johnson needs divine healing. Sister Pat needs healing. I'm not even changing the title. The title is The Second Touch of the Master's Hand. And you may be seated in Jesus' name. I believe that the Lord has showed up today to remind some of us that there is a healing going to take place. But we're going to have to step in to the healing. I can relate to pain. I can relate to everyone that has something going on in their body. I'm, I'm, I might not totally be able to relate to not remembering everything. There is some loss of memory, but I, I can relate to pain. And I, I can tell you that every day I went through pain, I would get down on the ground and I would do the exercise they told me to do. And I would say, in the name of Jesus, God, you're a healer. Lord, even though this is painful, in the name of Jesus, you're a healer. Lord God, you're my way maker. You're my way maker, Lord God. You're the one that can heal my body. Nobody else can heal this body. Nobody else can put that L5 disc back up inside your body and make it stop swelling. But as I was meditating on the scripture, you know, it began to resonate with me. And remembering how the first touch of Jesus resulted in the man seeing, but not clearly. There are some of us that have been touched by God. 
but we need the second touch. Amen. We need to have the second touch. We need to come back and believe that there is a healer in the name of Jesus, that the Lord is able to restore that which the canker worm has destroyed, that God is able to step back into the midst of every situation and every circumstance. People, I, I, I want to tell you, the Pharisees scoff at people like us that preach healing in Jesus' name. There are Pharisees that stand way back and say, there's no way that God would heal you. There's no way that God can heal you. You're going to need to, you're going to be this way for the rest of your life. I've come to tell you that is a lie from the pits of hell. I've come to tell you that a second touch, maybe a third touch, God is going to step back into your storm and begin to do something miraculous. And it may not be through me, but it may be through some folks that I'm going to call by faith as God gives me their name. They're going to step up here, and we're going to see second touches, third touches, and God is going to begin to move miraculously. I come here to serve the devil. Notice today that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I rebuke your hand that has touched every one of us that have an affliction today. I rebuke your spirit and I send you back to the pits of hell. I loose the Holy Ghost of healing. I loose the Holy Ghost of victory. I loose the Holy Ghost of power. I loose the Holy Ghost of authority in Jesus' name. He was able to see, but he wasn't able to see what he was needing to see. They were blurry. The men looked like trees, it said. He, he said, I could see some trees. He had seen men, but he could not distinguish between the two. But after the second touch, he could see clearly. He could distinguish whatever, everything that was in front of him that he was looking at. So I conclude one of two things. The man's faith was weak, and Jesus helped his faith by knowing that he could see he helped his faith. Sometimes I'm trying to help your faith today. Amen. I've come back to the word of God that God gave me almost exactly verbatim one year to today that God gave me to preach to the church. My, 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 my bishop told me there's nothing wrong with re-ministering a message because sometimes you forget about the word that's been preached to you. You know, the devil says, you don't need to preach a message twice. I went through that, I went through that, and then Brother Britt came in and sat down with me today, and all of a sudden the Lord just uh, started talking to us, and I just said, I, there's sometimes that preachers will preach a message twice. I'm not an evangelist, but evangelists sometimes preach their messages over and over wherever they go. And they get real good at flowing through it. And I'm not saying anything wrong with them. But here's what I'm trying to tell you. Is that when God brings a man of God back to his message. That, and, and I'm willing to tell you it was almost verbatim. One year to today. That God is trying to remind the body. Listen, we can't go into revival. We can't go into the glory in Canaan land until we accept what God is wanting us to have. Amen. I need some wealth folk in the house of God. I need some folk that are got a made up mind so that when we go 
and we begin to teach Bible studies, we're not in pain. We're by faith that if they've got sickness on their body, we're able to say, you know what, stop this Bible study. Let me just pray for you right now where you at. Let me just lay hands on you and believe that God is going to heal you today. We're in a day that the, the world is dying and going to hell, and we need to be the people, the one God, tongue-talking, Holy Ghost-filled people that will stand for the Word of God, that will not hunker down because of any threat against Christianity. We need to be the ones that are walking in the highways and the byways, con con trying to convey them to come and, and, and com uh, compel them to come. What we do, we do unto the Lord. We know we help people and people come back and sometimes people don't come back. But I don't, I, that's, not, that's not for me to worry about. I've come to the place that God got to worry about them. I'm going to do what God told me to do. I'm going to preach the word of God. I'm going to encourage them while I have an opportunity to encourage them with the word of God and tell them that God is able. But if they can't get it for themselves, they've got to walk this walk by themselves. I've come to, I've come to tell you we can't walk by ourselves. I couldn't get unclean or clean until I had walked with the Lord. Things were just messed up till I started walking with the Lord. You know, sometimes we say things that sounds good, and we all grab and hold on to that good-sounding word, and you just have to give them into God's hands. It's up to God. It's up to God whether they serve him. It's up to God. We just need to keep, when we see him, say, you know God's coming back. My healer's coming back. <laughs> you need healing, but you just don't see you need healing. Some of us need healing, but we're afraid to accept the healing. We're afraid to step out by faith that God is able to heal. We just keep going through the motions. We say, well, God, I'm coming so I can get healed. But do we really believe that God is a healer? God said he, it said that he went for a second touch. Sometimes the first touch just doesn't get it. Sometimes the, 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 and sometimes the second time just don't get it. But there's got to be somebody that has a made-up mind that says, though, uh, though I've been there once uh, and I've still got some issues, I'm going back for a second touch. Though I've been there 10 times, I'm going back for an 11th touch. Uh, though I've been there 22 times, I'm going back for a 23rd touch. And I say most definitely that Jesus Christ can heal. And he can do many miracles. I forgot to time myself. Anybody timing me? Somebody time me. Can I say, I believe this, most definitely that Jesus Christ can heal and do miracles at any time, in any moment that he wants to do it. I believe he's able. I believe right now, before you even get up out of your seat and come to the front, that my God is able to heal you immediately. I believe that God is able to heal you right where you sit. I believe that God's able to touch your mind right where you sit. I believe that God's able to touch...
the, the body, wherever you are in this place, whatever's going on in your body, maybe it's a back pain. My God's able to heal my back pain. My God's able to heal your back pain. Whatever's going on, if your eyesight needs healing, I speak healing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mark 10, 27 said, And Jesus looking upon them saith, With men, with men it is impossible, uh, but, with, but not with God, for with God all things are possible. I don't know about you, but we've got to start getting the Scripture and hold on to the Scripture. Amen. Devil, let me just read the Scripture back to you. My God's Word says that with men it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. You might have me thinking you're not going to, that I can't be healed, but I've got news for you. My God's more powerful than your words. My God's more powerful than what you put in my mind. My God's able to heal. I've seen healing. I've seen victory. I've seen people delivered. Sometimes I have to take myself back and get myself in the place God's hands. I have to put myself in a place where, you know, God can wrap his arms around me. Maybe you don't ever have to go back there, but there are times that I go back many a times and I have to say, God, I don't know that I can make it anymore. There's so much going on around me. There's so many things happening. There's, there's so much death around me. There's so much sickness around me. There's, there's so much happening. I, I don't know that I can make it on my own. And I just wait for him to wrap his arms back around me and say, that's okay. All things are possible through me. You just hold on to me. We're going to ride this storm out, baby. We're going to make it into the kingdom of God. We're going to see the miracles and signs and wonders. We're going to see the lost saved. Scripture said he came into Bethesda to bring the blind man there. The blind man himself did not seem to be in such earnest, didn't understand that he really needed an earnest touch from Jesus. Uh, this could have been a lack of belief or unbelief or whatever you want. He felt hopeless. I, I'm sure that if I was blinded, I would feel hopeless too. I'm not saying that I would, I'm not taking anything away from this man's life. I'm not taking anything away from what you've been going through, okay? I don't take nothing for granted, and I certainly won't say that I, I, I know what you're going through and tell you to suck it up, buttercup. Because until you walked in a person's shoes, you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what they're going through. So now... I just pray. I pray earnestly. Because if I was in those shoes, I want God, I want somebody to pray for me. I want healing in my body. I want deliverance in my body. I want my mind. I want my mind to be healed if it's messed up or not right or whatever's going on up here. I need God to touch it. If there's something wrong, the doctor told me the other day, listen to this, my blood pressure, I went in with my back, and it was 140 over 92. And the doctor said, oh, my goodness, you got to go back on blood pressure. I said, doctor. With the pain, you got to take something into consideration. No, your blood pressure did your blood pressure's jumping all over the place. You gotta get on blood pressure. I said, okay. You called a prescription in. I came home. You know where that prescription is right now, don't you? It's still sitting in CVS. I woke up the next morning after praying. 
120 over 69. Hear me. Sometimes you better go to the throne. And you better go to the Abba Father who knows your body, who knows your life, who knows your circumstances. I'm not telling you don't be obedient to the doctor. But first you need to go to the creator of the body, the creator of the heart, the creator of the veins in your body, the creator of your mentality and your mind and your body, your liver, your kidney, every intricate part, every mile of vein in your body. hear me sometimes you just gotta go to God if he was gonna take me he could take me I, I've come to the place and I know that sounds morbid there's more work to be done and I know it but somebody else gonna step up in my shoes if I if I go I don't want to leave my family or my kids or my grandkids I understand that but I've made peace with God and if you can make peace with God, then God's going to carry you all the way. Somewhere you got to come to a place. Now, I, I'm a, little, a lot more blessed than some of you. Some of you still have children. You're still rearing them. And so you may, you may not want to say that, but, but the bottom line is my faith is in God. I've come to a place where if he was to take me in the midnight hour, I'm going to the streets of gold. <laughs> I'm going to the place where there's walls of Jasper. <laughs> I'm going to see all the angels that have to praise him. I'm going to get up there and I'm going to say, holy, holy, holy is the Lamb of God, for you are mighty and awesome and powerful. I thank you for the 60 years you left me on this earth. I'm glorifying you for those 60 years, but I'm glad to be in the kingdom of God. I took a picture of that blood pressure because I'm going to show him every day when I go back in the scene. Pow! Take that, Doc. I tried to tell you what was happening in the body. You didn't want to listen to me. You wanted to listen to your blood cuff, your blood pressure cuff and your heartbeat. Yes, my heart was high. Yes, it was high and beating high and everything else. But I knew because of the pain that was going on in my body that pain will elevate your sat there. I mean, he told me, get up. Hadn't been to the therapist yet. I wobble over to the table, get up on the table. He said, oh, my. Got to put you back on blood pressure. I said, the devil's a liar. I said, I rebuke that spirit. Right now, I rebuke it. Right? He said, as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. I went home. I began to pray. I said, God, this heart belongs to you. It, it has since you saved me. It don't belong to me. It belongs to you. If it's time for it to bust and pop, then it, it can bust and pop. But it belongs to you. And I, you know there's still work to be done. I'm not hanging my coat up. I haven't quit the ministry. I'm not giving up on God. I'm going to continue to minister. You can take me out of the pulpit. It don't stop my preaching. You know why we bought generators? So we can run that sound system out on the corner if I have to. I'll buy it from you. It don't matter to me where I preach. You ought to get to a place, church, where we believe the word of God. The man, God, the Lord touched him. 
When I look out this window, the trees don't look like men to me. <laughs> but when he touched him again, all of a sudden the vision began to clear up. Oh, I see him like us men, real men that have shoulders and eyes and ears and, and have arms and have legs. And they look like people. Sometimes you've got to get to the place. You've got to make it again and again to the throne and go, God, I need a healing. God, I need a, I need a touch from you today. I need the Holy Ghost to move in my life. God, touch my mind. And the reason I keep going back to mine because my mind can mess with me. I know yours is good and yours don't mess with you. But the devil can mess with my mind and get me to, I, I was at a place, I, I won't tell you, but I, someone encouraged me between the pain and some other stuff that's been going on. I just said, God, why? Why? What do you have me what do you have me here for? I must not be doing something right. I can't see. I preach faith. I preach hope. I preach deliverance. I preach revival. I preach, I preach salvation. Y'all don't go there, but I, I've been there. I've been in the darks of the darks and the lows and the lows. Amen. I've been in some valleys, and I begin to wonder if there was actually him walking with me in the valley of the shadow of death. And I begin to cry out, God. There's places I'm, I'm at right now. I've never been here before. I've never pastored through these kind of situations. I've never experienced this. And when I go to the bishop, he had never experienced some of the stuff that I'm experiencing. But God, I don't understand. I said, I just want to have an ear for you. If you tell me stop preaching, I'll stop preaching. If you tell me to go overseas, I'll go overseas. But I must have your voice in my ear i can't go because of the flesh because the flesh will tell me to quit and give up person texted me back and i was in a actually came here for prayer with them on thursday and i just said i, I was transparent with the team told him, I said, I really need y'all to pray for me. My back went out for whatever reason. Then I had vertigo on top of that. One brother texted me and said, maybe you're in a spiritual battle. And that may be, that may be why I felt so alone. And I began to seek the face of God begin to pray and then a text came over that said you've been preaching to us that we got to get some things in place and in order for the revival to come you've been you've been preaching the gospel you haven't stopped preaching the word of god you haven't stopped telling us what we need to do to get right with god that the church has to be healthy that the church has to be unified that the church has to be mentally and physically well for the uh, for the coming of those that are going to come the harvest is going to come listen the, 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 and, and that encouraging word, I, I begin to, I was almost like the Holy Ghost just began to feed me. And I began to say, thank you, Jesus. I said, thank you, Jesus. I said, 
I receive it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, I'm standing on your word and your promises. I'm sorry. I ask you, forgive me for feeling like I've been feeling. Forgive me for getting down on myself and acting like I, I woe is me and, and, and all everything has just overcome me. I begin to seek God and begin to pray. And then things begin to open up. Things begin to change. My mindset begin to change. I had a different perspective. This is why you need the body. If the body don't know you, they can't talk to you. They can't encourage you. So you've got to be tied into the house of God. I know we are the house, but the body, the fellowship of the body comes here to get rejuvenated. But also it's a place where you see if I'm not where I need to be. And that I need encouragement, that I need somebody to pray for me. My mind goes back to an old song, somebody prayed for me. I don't know the rest. Somebody prayed for me. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed for me. Somebody prayed me. Had me on the Took their time and prayed for me. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed for me. Somebody prayed for me. Had me on their mind. Took their time and prayed for me. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they pray. Give I'm mother so singer, glad come on. they pray for me. Somebody pray for me. Had me on their mind. Took their time and prayed for me. I'm so glad they pray. I'm so glad they pray. I'm so glad they pray for me. Somebody pray for me, had me on their mind, took their time and pray for me. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so glad you prayed. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed for me. Pray for me, had me on their mind. Took that time and prayed for me. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed for me. Hallelujah. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me tell you something. The only reason that thing went crazy is because they were trying to get their voices up in this mic. Can you slide your slide over just a little bit more? All right, now, both of you all just lean over into that mic. Put it up to your mouths. If I got to put my face down into y'all's face, I'm going to get a mic. I'm going to hear you. We're going to hear These, This is, see, this is the, this is the, the history I came up under. This is the, this is the anointing that I've come up under. So while I have them in the house, I'm going to enjoy what they sing in my day. It may not be for you. But it's for me, because somebody 
They were actually the ones praying for me. Check, testing, testing, one, two, testing, one, two, testing, one, two. We'll give them both a mic here. I want it up to your mouth. I want you to sing, 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 sing. Go ahead. Start them off, son. Somebody pray for me. Have me on the mind. Took the time to pray for me. Oh, I'm so glad they pray. I'm so glad they pray. I'm so glad they pray for me. Somebody pray for me. Have me on their mind. Have me on their mind. To pray for me. Come on now. I'm so glad they pray. I'm so glad they pray. I'm so glad. I'm so glad they prayed for me. Oh. Somebody pray. Love you. They had me on, on their mind. Took the time to pray, pray for me. Come on now. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed for me. Get that, get that, man. You take that. Pray for me. Oh, hallelujah. Not the way I was thinking this. I'm so glad he prayed. I'm so glad he prayed. I'm so glad he prayed for me. I picked up pray for me. Have me on his mind. Took the time to pray for me. Oh, I'm so glad he prayed. I'm so glad he prayed. I'm so glad he prayed for me. Doctor, pray for me. Come on, Manny. Come on, Sister Juanita. Took the time to pray for me. Oh, I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Hallelujah. That was not the way I thought the sermon would go, but hear me when I say, and I pray you're not tired of what's going to happen next, but if I can, I'm skipping a little bit and I'm jumping around a little bit, but sometimes it seems you're going nowhere and you bow down under pressure and guilt and nerves, lack of revival or even personal revival. All you see is down, down, down. And how long have you been praying and waiting? This is what the devil says to you. But whether it is by word or deed, the Lord calls out to you, through a brother or a sister, a pastor, a friend, a Bible sermon. Psalms 121.1 says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. Amen. Go ahead and begin to fight against that which is pulling you down. Sometimes you got to get up and start praying and rebuking demonic spirits and tearing down some strongholds for God to move in your life. 
I'm not much of a dreamer. I had a dream, a weird one the other night, but I'm not ready to give that one. But I, I, I just had a dream, and the interpretation, I'm not really good at always interpreting, but uh, I personally believe that if God gives you a dream and you have the Holy Ghost, you don't need to have it interpreted by anybody else. But sometimes I do. And so I, I kind of will bounce things off of people that I know that have a close walk with God that has shown, uh, um, has shown themselves to be uh, connected to the Lord and, and the Holy Ghost. But I had a dream one night some time ago, and this is back a year ago, so I'm telling you a, a dream that, that happened many, a year, at least a year ago. And I was in a room, and I tried to get up and, I, I, and go towards the door, and I knew Jesus was behind the door, but it was like a strong buffering wind was against me. And I, as I would try to push forward, it was a struggle. And I began to scream, Jesus, Jesus, even to the point I screamed it out verbally in the night and scared my wife into tears. Uh, but in my dream, when I called upon the name, nothing happened. The wind did not stop. No big hand grabbed me and took me to the door. When I had to do, what I had to do was to put my head and my shoulders against the wind and push through until I reached the door. What am I saying or what it was God trying to tell me? It is the enemy that will buffet you and keep you from working against me, against you forever and every day. But if I will just make a determination that nothing is going to stop me from praying. Nothing is going to stop me from reaching the lost. Nothing is going to stop me from living for God. I will reach the door. Micah 7, 8 says, Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. When I fall, I shall Arise, when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Jesus came and laid his hands on her and she became straight. Second touch of a master's hand in Luke 7, 12 said, And when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and much people of the city was with her in the seven seven thirteen through sixteen and then when the Lord saw her he had compassion on her and said unto her weep not I'm stepping out by faith again I believe that God wanted me to say this again weep not there's some things that are going to happen. There are some things that you're about to see in the miraculous. There's some healings that are going to take place that's going to blow people's minds. That are going to draw people back to the house of God. Because they've seen those that have needed healing. Years of healing. And God's going to do something supernatural in this place. Amen. There's people that are walking away from God right as I speak right now. But God is going to do something miraculous. They're going to see the, the crippled rise and walk again. They're going to see those with pain in our backs 
healed and standing straight again with no pain. They're going to see those that have had cancer healed. And if there is a sign, it's healed again in Jesus' name. They're going to see people that are addicted to drugs delivered in Jesus' name. They're going to see people that have lived in alternate lifestyles delivered and healed in Jesus' name. I want to be a part of that. I don't want to be, a, I don't want to be looking through the window. I don't want to be one of the ones that's going, oh, who just came back? Oh, I wonder what's going on up at Grace Gospel. Look, I just saw so-and-so come in here. Brother so-and-so just walked back in. You know, they, they were living in the world. They were, they were all kinds of stuff going on. Oh, I don't want to be the one on this side of the church going, oh, I'm going to look in the window over here. I, I just got to see what's going on at Grace. I saw Brother so-and-so, he was all this and doing all that. And, 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 you know, and then when they see him up here. Delivered, Holy Ghost filled, standing on the platform, preaching the gospel, playing an instrument, singing to the Lord. It's going to be a change in Clinton, Maryland. There's going to be a change at Grace Gospel when you start seeing young people walking up and laying hands on the sick and the sick recover. When you see me bringing people up here today, I'm bringing people that I feel in the Holy Ghost that God's going to give giftings to. Some of them I'm working with. Some of them I believe they already have the gift. You won't know. But every one of them going to touch you. Every one of them going to lay a hand on you. First touch spoke. Sometimes the first touch is that in just a word or action. But then Jesus delivered him to his mother. He reached and touched a second time and brought back together that was, which was separated by the greatest gift unto us, which is death. I say the second touch will also bring unity and will reunite that which has been destroyed by the enemy. Go ahead and begin to fight against it. We need to stand on the promises of God. Stand with me. I don't even know if I'm closing with music right now. Sister Teresa, Sister Sanchez, where is uh, uh, Joshua? Or Joshua Britt? Find him, find him. Oh, Reverend McNeil. Even though you're going to need to be prayed for, I want you up here. Sister Contreras, I want you up here. I'm not picking any, I'm, I'm flowing in the Holy Ghost right now. This is not against anybody here. I'm just seeking what God is wanting me to do. Okay? I'm just seeking in the Holy Ghost. I'm trying to follow the Holy Ghost. Sister Teresa, I want you up front. Tell Sister Teresa and Sister Leslie, come to the front. Aaron, I want Brother... Um, Aaron. 
Brother Milton. Brother Milton. I want Brother Milton. Don't get your head down. I want you to pray. Pray right now, just for a few minutes before we do what we're about to do. I want, I want, sister, I want, I want everybody that needs a healing to come stand here. If you can't stand, I want you to sit in a pew next to wherever you are. But if you need a healing, I want you to come stand right here in front of me. I don't know. I'm just leading by the Holy Ghost. I want you up here. Yeah, amen. Bishop, I want you to come and get in line. I want you to get in line. I want you to be prayed for. All right, what we're going to do, here's what we're going to do. God is a healer. God is a healer. When I bring them to you, I want you to come around them. Everyone that needs a divine healing, I want you to come around them, and we're going to begin to pray divine healing over them in Jesus' name. Um, we'll, we'll know which one, what's going on. This baby has a tumor on her back, and we're believing God's going to heal this baby. Sister McNeil has some issues with her spine, and we know we need God to heal that spine, take the pain away from her. Whatever the nerves, whatever's pushing on the nerves is causing that uh, agonizing pain, um, I want you to come. I want you to surround her. The Bible that they put a hedge. The hedge keeps out the enemy. I want you to build a hedge around her and I want every one of you to lay your hands on her. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, Milton. Touch her. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on. By faith right now. By, the, by faith in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. By faith in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I speak healing in Jesus' name. Lord, it's the second touch. Maybe it's the third touch. But God, in the name of Jesus, I speak healing right now. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Prayer of faith, prayer of faith, prayer of faith. When there's a release, when there's a release, let her move. In the name of Jesus, be thou healed in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Come on, church, pray with us. Pray with us. Pray with us. Ah, yes, Lord, be thou healed in Jesus' name. Silver and gold have I not, but what I have I give unto thee. Be thou healed in Jesus' name. Lord, we're not rushing you. God, we know that you're a healer. In the name of Jesus. 
In the name of Jesus, let your healing in Jesus' name. That's it. Come on, by faith, by faith. Come on, by faith. Come on, by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. I want you to come. I want you to come. Father, we speak to the spine. We speak to the spine that in the name of the Lord. Place. We pray for divine healing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. Watch her back. Watch her back. Watch her back. Watch her spine. That's it. That's it. That's it. You're doing good. That's it. That's it. That's it. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I believe it. Lord, I hold to your word. I hold to your promises. The victory is mine, saith the Lord. I am your creator. I designed your body. I am a healer. I am the great physician. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. All right. Fan out, fan out. Come, come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Close the, Close the walls. Close the walls. Close the walls. Close the walls. This baby has a tumor on her back, and we need the Holy Ghost. We need the Lord to move. Come on, get in here. I need y'all here. Make room. Make room. This is a wall. This is a fortress. We're covering them. We're covering them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Make room, make room, make room, make room. Come on in. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, divine healing in Jesus' name. God, I pray for this child that this tumor would be healed and be gone and move to her body in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, God, we speak against this tumor right now. That there be divine healing over this tumor, that this tumor be dissolved and taken away and be removed from this baby's spine right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, you're a healer. 
You're a way maker, Lord God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray for divine healing. Come on, pray. Come on. Hey, hey. Come on. I pray for this family. God, that you lift their faith right now, that their baby can be healed. In Jesus' name. God, we believe it right now. Supernatural healing. Supernatural healing. Supernatural healing. This baby will walk again in Jesus' name. This tumor will be gone in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Lord, I believe it. I believe it. Victory. God, your word, every song was about you bringing victory today. God, your word has been about healings, second touches, Lord God. For you are a great God, a mighty God. Lord, touch their faith today, Lord God. This day, let it be in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, release healing today. In the name of Jesus, release healing right now. In Jesus' name, be thou healed in Jesus' name. Speak healing. Lord, you're a healer. Silver and gold have we not, but what we have we give unto thee. In Jesus' name. Show them who you are, Lord. Show them you're the true and one Lord, the creator of the heavens and the earth. You are the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, and there is no one like you. Somebody pray for me in Jesus' name. As soon as y'all done, I got another one to be prayed for. Hey, I 
I pray for faith right now. Pray for faith right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, faith that goes beyond what we can fathom, Lord God. For you're a great God. You are a mighty God. There is no one like you today, God. You are my great physician in Jesus' name. My great physician. I'm waiting on you, Lord. 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 I see faith. I see faith. I see faith. I see faith. I see faith right now. I see faith right now. I see faith right now. Church, I need you to pray. I don't need you to watch. I need you to pray. I need you to pray. This tumor could drop off right now in Jesus' name. God, you're a healer. God, you're a healer. The second touch, Lord God. The third touch, Lord God. There's healing in your hands, Lord God. You are the master of healer. Jennifer, 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 Jennifer. Here's what I need you to tell them. If they want to minister, they got to step over side. I got other people. I need to, we need to pray for them. So they got to, I'm going to say this and I want you to read it to them or repeat after me. All right, I want y'all, if y'all will just step over here. All right. Before we pray for this next out of God, here's what I want to, I want to, I want to tell you, if, if God gives you something to minister to someone. Sin was great, your love was greater. Oh, I could
Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I rebuke cancer in Jesus' name. Lord God, I pray divine healing over her body. In the name of Jesus, supernatural healing is going to take place right now. In Jesus' name, God, that your spirit is going to move right now. God, that you're going to heal my sister's body. There's going to be a victory report in Jesus' name, that there's no cancer in this body right now. In Jesus' name. God, let your spirit flow right now. Divine healing right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you're in God, we speak against the cell that tries to come against the body. In Jesus' name, that there'll be divine healing over this body. Right now, in Jesus' name. Whatever the diagnosis was, it's not. In Jesus' name. She is healed. By your stripes, she is healed. In Jesus' name. Let your faith rise. Let your faith rise right now. In the name of Jesus. God, I pray a covering over these that are praying right now. God, if you cover them, God, as they pray right now, that their faith increase to extend healing. To extend faith and healing right now in Jesus' name. God, if you cover their mind, cover their soul, cover their spirit right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Thank you. 